guest for today has lived and worked all over the globe. She is an actress, model, and martial artist who has trained in various martial arts forms, including Kung Fu, Kiryu Kempo, Capoeira, as well as other various mixed martial arts. Natasha Elise Cordova, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Mark. It's great to hear from you. I'm glad you're doing so well. <laughs> well, thank you, Natasha. My first question is, how long have you been such a badass? <laughs> when did you first get involved in martial arts training? I'd say maybe 15 or 16 years old. Yeah, what sparked your interest in that? Self-defense. <laughs> so, so it was more for personal than, than necessarily that that's where you wanted to go uh, career-wise, because I guess you were only Correct. 16. Okay. Yeah, but I got, um, I mean, I, I just, I, I loved it so much and uh, it's invigorating and there's so many different types uh, of martial arts and um, I mean, even styles of boxing and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, initially um, it, uh, that started for self-defense purposes. So I, I was pretty, I, I mean, I've been the same height for a long time, but I was, I was stick thin so uh yeah it uh and I had a lot of inspiration I mean I'm um I'm from Chicago so boxing is uh pretty prevalent there and there's a lot of coaches that were like wow you're interested in this and you're good at it let's like come with us hmm. <laughs> basically so yeah very interesting. You also have extensive training in weaponry, uh, firearms, and, and working with blanks. Why, why aren't you in, involved in that anymore? It was, uh, uh, or is, or was a love and passion of yours, just the whole physical kind of thing. So why are you kind of getting away from that now? Or, or are you just taking a break and going to get back into it? Um, what's going um, on with, with that part of your career? Well, uh that's an interesting question actually uh i had a few injuries and um i tried to start training again too quickly and so i got re-injured <laughs> mm. so i had to take a break is one reason um another reason i think mainly just because of kind of the um barometer level of uh, what's been going on currently in the world. I don't want the artistic factor to um, like promote violence or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, one huge thing about martial arts is that we always promote peace and love and, um, you know, just uh, <laughs> that is it, that's a part of it. So that's what I thought too. And now are things changing? Cause I know when I was growing up and I'm older than you are, but I know when I was growing up, it was martial arts was like a, it was basically, you know, a, a last stitch effort if you were to, to use that where now you have people getting in rings that are actually like, it seems like they're trying to kill each other. <laughs> I mean, it just seems a whole lot more violent, even with this uh, mixed martial arts kind of thing, which I know you have a background in as well, but mm. everything seems so much more violent. I mean, even football, uh, I don't recall when I was growing up for it to be the intention of players to actually maim each other. And, you know, it seems like 
football is more violent than it was uh, at one time. I mean, I totally agree with you, Mark. There, I think just in general, because the whole world has been in such an uproar um, and there's been all types of violent things happening, unfortunately, and that that's kind of why I don't want to try to promote anything like that. But I mean, just to reiterate to you, martial arts is about respect and not using that as to to try to go out and hurt somebody it's more self-defense and or defending the weaker or um yeah so in peace and uh yeah and family you know just like all of that um so but right now i think especially with just all the different everyone against each other for this that that, you know a bunch of different things uh that's kind of why I think right now and me being injured like I kind of think that uh it's 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 best to just kind of like step back a little bit from that (laughs) Mm -hmm. that all sounds good to me how did you first get started in the entertainment field and and how old were you when when you actually were, were legitimately pursuing a career in entertainment um that's funny that you ask because this is something that uh you and I kind of share um but I got my first modeling contract offered to me when I was like two uh from Johnson and Johnson actually which is weird that now they're the ones doing the vaccine stuff but um you share a lot with Jodie Foster I believe that uh oh really don't quote me for sure, but I'm pretty sure yeah. I'm remembering that topper can topper pan thing where the dog's like pulling her uh, part of her bathing suit down a little bit. Oh, it's a very is that popular her? ad. I believe that was her. Yeah. Holy moly, that's that's really cool. And I, I know she also is into a lot of action stuff like that. Yeah. But um I didn't actually really start pursuing it like it actually was pretty much around the same time of uh, when I started doing the martial arts. I, like I said, I think. So around 16? 14, 14, 15, 16, something like that. you were like doing that. modeling too at that time? Right. Which is why with the boxing, um, I didn't, I didn't pursue, I chose modeling over boxing, mm-hmm. you know, because you know, weigh your options, uh, mainly because of my dad. He's like, <laughs> your you're dad doing into- modeling. <laughs> like, that's all there is to it. Like, and you can't risk getting, like, you can train all you want, but not actually getting into the ring and stuff. What do you like most about performing? Um, wow, that's, I mean, my dad was also a performer, um, a singer, and just in the entertainment industry in general, a lot of my family members are musicians and um, just in the entertainment industry. Uh, I think my favorite thing is just, I mean, I'm, I'm just naturally a very sensitive. Uh, so sharing, if I can make people smile and make people laugh or make people inspire or something in some way shape or form uh it it feels good <laughs> uh, and you know that is um 
that 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 goes on all the different avenues of the different types of uh, you know the entertainment industry that I've gotten into. Um, it just it feels good. Like I think you can relate that it kind of just makes you feel more free. What are some of the obstacles that you have had to overcome uh, while you're pursuing a career as a performer in entertainment? Well, um, same like you said, I was initially pursued. Um, and then once I was kind of like, I actually really like this and I'm good at it, I think, like, so I'm told. So um, I think obstacles, I think that's a tough question, Mark. I think probably the main obstacle is like people that aren't in the entertainment industry have this like it, it I don't know how to put it properly but it, it's just different you know like either you're put on a pedestal or they think that you're putting yourself on a pedestal or there's a lot of um like people that aren't in the entertainment industry have this I don't know how to put it properly, but it's just different, you know, like either you're put on a pedestal or they think that you're putting yourself on a pedestal or there's a lot of um, looked at as more of like a doll or a puppet or, you know, just this thing rather than a human, <laughs> like, you know, like we're also people just because we like to do like, you know, be like, court jester or whatever like and are comfortable with doing that uh I think that is probably the most difficult um mm -hmm. for me anyways can you relate to that or what, what's what do you think I can so so modeling came to you first mm -hmm. of acting to to the things that you were doing it, it was commercials there's commercials there's like a few different commercials and then they would they were like okay you're the red rover which <laughs> so I guess that kind of means like the main whatever and like just like smaller roles and and uh stuff like that but I, I, I that's not even on my resume that's an interesting question actually <laughs> like and your parents were supportive of of this oh yeah you, I mean so my they were trying to say that you should get a real job or to focus on getting a real job uh versus one in entertainment my dad was a singer um and was in television uh, both in his native country of Peru and when he moved to the states mm -hmm. so he's been my number one fan for ever <laughs> so he's like yeah <laughs> like, that's great good. so your parents have always been supportive of 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 your career choices in entertainment pretty much yeah cool um there's moments you know especially now that i'm getting older that they're like all right now maybe you should settle down and you know this and that it's like i don't think it's a little late at that point <laughs> like i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be uh i don't know how to do like a nine to five or um I don't know. You seem to be very good at hustling up work for yourself. I, I mean, I looked at your, well, one of the sites where you had, uh, it, it seems like that 
if you don't know how to do it, you'll figure out how to do it. Pretty much. <laughs> well, I have been told many times that um, I'm very easy to work with because I'm kind of always just laughing and kind of just always like, okay, cool. Well, like that seems really interesting. Like, all right, well, if that's what we're, we're going to do, like then just because it's, I, I love being in front of the camera and I love being around other artistic people. So yeah, pretty much um, a lot of that, a lot of the um, work that I've done throughout my entire life is from word of mouth, you know, mm-hmm. like because people in the industry tend to know each other and especially directors. And um, I think also, especially like transitioning from, I mean, I guess I kind of, like the modeling and acting maybe kind of started around the same time, but initially it was more focused on modeling, but um, model turn actresses tend to kind of have a little bit of a snotty uh, rap, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like um, a lot of directors aren't privy to, to work with people that are, were models initially. But I mean, I studied with uh, uh, Bobby Chance, um, Ivana Chubbuck, um, and a lot of other um, really, like, <laughs> I, that I'm honored to work with um, acting coaches. So, so you took it very uh, seriously. You weren't just relying on your looks to get roles. You actually, you want to be a good actress well it's almost like a form of therapy (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know I mean it's uh yeah definitely and it's um to be able to remove yourself from normal again like I said what's normal who knows it depends on the country depends on the person depends on the a lot of different things but to be able to kind of I guess, play dress up and pretend and be in that artistic world um, is, it's therapeutic and it's it's something that I have always loved and will always love. <laughs> I mean, same with dance, same with martial arts, anything that is um, in that type of, you know, and same with travel, I don't know, just, just enjoy like doing everything possible that is. But it's kind of interesting, you know, for a beautiful model to also be a kick-ass martial (laughs) artist. Uh, Do you, do do you, even though you're not, you know, looking for work at this moment as a stunt person, do you still train? And, and what, what, what's your average training session like? Well, to start, I mean, as I mentioned, I had a back and ankle injury pretty bad one. Mm. And I tried to get back into training sooner than I should have. So I got re-injured and I injured Mm. my other ankle. Um, so that, and that's. How uh, do you know when's the right time to get back? I mean, do you check with your doctor? Do you just kind of feel in your body Did your doctor say, no, you shouldn't. And you were stubborn and just decided to anyway, How, how do you know when you're ready to get back? I am very well known for being stubborn. So that was pretty accurate. I think you remember that from so you were advised ballroom dance. I, I, I should have, I, I should have, 
I have enough uh, like personal training and physical therapy training that I, I don't like traditional Western hospitals per se for me, mm-hmm. uh, generally speaking. But um, I was just really eager to get back to training because that's one of my loves is something that, I mean, I think anybody that does physical exercise on a daily basis in whatever form that it is, uh, it's, it's therapeutic, it's calming. So that just like the mental, and then me getting injured and um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of factors. Like I've I've been through a lot of uh, traumatic (laughs) things. Um, So, and in a short period of time. So that kind of affected a lot, like the combination of being physically injured and thinking that like, I am not going to be able to be on screen anymore because my face was so messed up from, you know, and then my back and then my, like my neck, my back, like there's a lot of different uh, physical injuries. So that kind of affected my mentality a lot, I think, um, which kind of put a halt to the training and also just the healing time. Mm -hmm. Um, So you got a facial injury? I did. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell it now. So at least that, you know, well, I'm decent at makeup and it healed up pretty well. I mean, what made you decide to be a a stunt performer? You're a beautiful woman. You don't need to be. I mean, there are other avenues to make a living that were available to you. What made you was it the fact that because being a beautiful woman and being able to kick ass that that that's kind of uh I mean, less competition than just being a beautiful woman, because there's a lot of beautiful women out there. But how many beautiful women can can, you know, also have your have that kind of background uh, fighting? So what was your motivation to get into stunts and being a stunt performer? Um, well, since I already had such a passion for all forms of martial arts and you know boxing kickboxing like all of that and and that many years of dedication and training and just the respect factor that I always felt I always felt safe in those environments even though it's a you know fourth degree Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt I know that he's not going to actually hurt, like they're helping to train you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, the fact that I already had that much training when, well, after I, I, I won the a Playboy golf uh, modeling contest. Uh, and um, so they flew us off, like every, there was like a girl from each state. Um, and uh, so when they flew me out to LA, I was like, I need to be here like <laughs> this is awesome and I love it and um so I think just looking through you know like LA casting and I've had a lot of really good like I said coaches and mentors and um 
somehow I came across the Kung Fu Femmes and it was like, oh, this, like I fall into this category pretty much. I mean, uh, a lot of the Kung Fu Femmes were originally um, dancers primarily, but it, a lot of that it's about fight choreography. And um, also, uh, one can, of, can you tell us what Kung, Kung Fu Films was about and how you got that? Like, what was the premise of that, and how'd you get involved with it? Was a a web series? Am I correct? It was a um, series, well, right? There was more than one episode that you did of that. I believe I I read that there was several episodes. Yeah, it actually it's um, it's pretty much a a, a, a troupe um, that. Uh, is there's stage performances, which we did a lot of that, which I loved also. Um, and then there was international performances. Like we performed for, we did a whole tour for ESPN in India. And then they asked us back to do for Fiat and um, at the Santa Monica Pier at, I mean, numerous, it's, been going it's and then there's also a actually um a film that's going to be coming out but a combination of acting and uh training to, and just kind of like camaraderie i mean we would train three times a week all together and we're taught a lot of different things and also everyone kind of brought a different like almost like a, the martial arts pussycat dolls, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> pretty much. That, that is what it seems seems like it was. It was a beautiful experience, and it's pretty much a lifelong. Like I'm still really close with Tony Ladati, the uh, director, um, and uh, the may I, I also did another independent film, the one that you had mentioned um, with. Uh, Actually, my ex-fiance, who was the choreographer, or is the choreographer, I think, um, of the, the 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 troupe. So, but a lot of the girls are, and I mean, it's, they're lifelong. We're all still a troupe, even if we're in different parts of the world, <laughs> or yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you ever mm -hmm. mentored anyone? How would you uh, uh, maybe mentor someone else with a similar background uh, of yours that, that wanted to get involved in stunts? I actually uh, have a little bit. Um, I think I'm a better student than I am a teacher, <laughs> but I'm a great cheerleader. So, um, I think that is also helpful. So a lot of the girls that I've worked with that are in similar realms of the entertainment industry, I always try to promote. I always try to, um, you know, just like I said, be the cheerleader that I'm, I, and genuinely so. And if anyone needs contacts or if anyone wants to promote something or if anyone, um, you know, it, it, that just comes naturally to me. So I think that's my best uh, mentoring quality. <laughs> uh, and um, there's been, and not just girls, I mean, guys also. I, I don't judge at all <laughs> of 
I don't even see like race or age or like this or that or anything. Like I, I just, um, it's cool to see uh, people that I, especially the ones that I've known since they were a lot younger to see them be flourishing. It's, it's inspirational. So it's a symbiotic thing, I think, to be a cheerleader. <laughs> cool. Have you been on set, been on set, and there was a stunt that you've questioned doing that you just didn't think that they had taken the proper safety precautions and 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 that you questioned uh, um, whether you should be doing mm -hmm. that stunt. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't. Uh, not nothing that sticks out in my mind. There's definitely been um, jobs that I was offered that. I had to think about, and then I was like, you know what, that's a little too much. <laughs> like, I don't think I should do that, even though, you know, it could be lucrative. I mean, I'm not, I, I don't do anything just for the money. <laughs> what was but the job and what was the hesitation? There's been numerous offers for me to do actual mixed martial arts. And I try to reiterate, like, I am a performer. Mm -hmm. it's fight choreography mm -hmm. it's almost like ballroom dance mm -hmm. we practice this together we trust each other mm -hmm. and everything is calculated mm -hmm. it's not just me going into a ring and, and trying to beat up somebody and trying to have them beat me up it's right, it's right. It, there's a huge difference but i think uh that's a difficult concept for a lot of people to grasp and uh and it definitely seems like two different things. I'm not sure why someone would act, ask you to even do that unless that's what you were already doing. Right. I, I, I agree. But I mean, possibly for the, I don't know, show value or whatever like just to grab attention or something like that i don't know are those women that are in the ring I, I mean i know if you get to the ronda rousey level you know you're sure making a lot of money but generally speaking are those people getting paid well for getting in the ring and doing all that or are they doing it just for the love of it because you know they just love love doing generally it. speaking it's pretty lucrative yeah if if you actually get in the ring like to or in the cage or and is the pay uh, uh uh is there any pay difference between the men and the women i mean is that still a battle that women have to do is getting paid dollar for dollar what the guys are doing or because of its nature are people willing to spend that extra money you know maybe the women are getting paid more i mean because i guess that's got a certain amount of titillation factor to it too, uh, as well as fighting. So, you know, I, I, um, I, I didn't consider any of those offers to the extent enough to know really well, but I do know a lot of people that do get in the ring more men than women. Um, so I think mainly the the um, the monetary factor has more to do with who wins mm -hmm. and who versus who loses. Mm -hmm. So, but um, 
And I think that the, the other part of the monetary compensation has to do with popularity, promoters, and uh, unpopularity. Because either way, if, if it's the hero or the villain, if it brings some type of attention, then people are gonna tune in so that, but between um, men and women, I like I said, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't be able to really comment on that too much because I, I never, I mean, I know what I was offered was not too bad, but I, I'm not willing to risk that <laughs> when yeah. I, I have other opportunities. Yeah, I, I would think it would take a certain type of individual uh, to to want to do that and you know you, you it's it's great that those sports are out there because if those people <laughs> weren't in the ring doing that they would probably be out on the street doing that because that's just kind of their nature they might they probably have a violent kind of nature <laughs> to them and <laughs> I, that I, is I can't a... imagine wanting to, to to crush someone's skull in a ring I, I can't personally imagine that um but you know <laughs> that is really a, an astute comment mark like seriously because i totally agree with you on that and at least when you're in the ring you know like there's a referee there everything's being filmed there's contract at least it's you know a little a bit somewhat more controlled environment controlled right um and yeah the the there are people out there that, you know, bad people, but the the ones that are in the ring, I, I don't, I've never been, let me make sure I don't misquote myself. Yeah, I've never been injured, uh, intentionally injured by anybody in the martial arts, male or female, and I've trained with, all across the globe mm -hmm. uh, but I have been injured by people that weren't trained in the martial arts mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I I'm 100% uh, I, I think it instills good values and if yeah if you have some type of aggression inside of you that's a positive way to you know put release that it. release it yeah and and yeah, there's a there. There's a lot of people out there that could possibly benefit from it, but if you're not dedicated, it's it's iffy. But I think, especially for younger people, um, it's a really great outlet to release that kind of um, aggression or tension. And mm -hmm. well, yeah. you've studied many different styles of martial arts. Can you tell us something about those different styles, and if you have a, a personal favorite style or technique of fighting and and why it is your favorite technique and style it's funny that you ask that because uh a lot of times when people uh hear like the number of countries i've lived in and the number of languages the number like everything's my favorite in some way shape or form that's why i have done it you know like I, I like to do things that I like so um I they're all my favorite in 
different ways. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think for uh, every different style has different uh, benefits. For example, I think that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is the best style for self-defense, especially for somebody that's smaller. Correct because me if, I'm, if I'm wrong, but wasn't that something initially uh, invented by the slaves uh, and they would practice these dance moves, but they were really self-defense moves? That is capoeira. Ca capoeira. Okay. Which is another Brazilian martial art. Mm -hmm. Or Brazilian slash African uh, martial art. Um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is Brazilian slash Japanese. Mm -hmm. They're okay. very different, but mm -hmm. I, um, I mean, I trained the, the, the people who, the number one uh, group who actually they... Um, it's Grupo Topacio, Capoeira, that in Brazil, I lived there for a little while. <laughs> uh, and uh, they, in Salvador de Bahia, where I lived and trained, these are the main people. Like they, that whole group won the, like, Que Viva, the whole show of uh, J-Lo and Mark Anthony and, my trainers, my trainers, like my mistress, the, and the ones that like, I love these people, that's family. Again, almost like Kung Fu Femmes, like martial arts. And then the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, I trained with the Gracies, the baby of Gracies, Hoven, Hoven Gracie. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and it, so it's family. I mean, every, so, and then I trained the, um, kung fu at the shaolin temple with the shaolin monks so it's also like it, there's a lot of that's pretty pretty intense how was it training at the shaolin temple how'd you how were you able to do that and what was that experience like um we actually filmed a documentary uh it's called um shaolin journey i was in shaolin journey three so kung fu like in every martial art, there's a different name for your professor. Uh, oh, okay. So, the, so in uh, Kung Fu, it's Shifu. In uh, Kenpo, it's Sensei. In uh, Jiu Jitsu, it's Mestre. I mean, there's a lot of, <laughs> but uh, so uh, my Shifu. Um, went every year and we actually had worked together on a film in Los Angeles um so he was filming uh the third season he was been going there and training with the monks for a long time and uh had just done a big performance in Saudi Arabia and I was living in Dubai at the time and Dubai to China you know it's like hop, skip, and a jump <laughs> for me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, so we went there. But, yeah, that's, that, I think, I can't remember which platform. Uh, that's Sal Redner. Um, I think, I don't know. I know it's on YouTube, and I think on there it says which platform he has it on. Uh, I still haven't seen the whole series. I've only seen the clips because we... There, I mean, living in China in the freezing winter, coming from Dubai and training daily uh, for 
almost two months. Um, and he's a funny guy too. He he's a kind of silly person, like <laughs> yeah, and speaks a bunch of languages too. So it was just uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there were so many inside jokes. <laughs> That is like we have to watch the whole thing together, and that's when we're gonna watch it because the inside jokes don't, you know how that goes. Like they don't sometimes don't translate over, especially when you're on set and mm-hmm. going through different stuff. So that that's I think you can relate, you know, like that that um that's something beautiful about the entertainment industry that like this moment idea group everything was captured in time and will be there as long as there's film or photographs or um, there's something really special about that, which is another reason why I I just, I love the entertainment industry (laughs) and it makes people smile and laugh and, or, you know, learn. It's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Don't call me Corey Baker, call me Marco Potch, cause I'm not Julia's son, not anymore. Don't call me Corey Baker, call me Marco Potch, cause I'm not Julia's son like I was before.